Hey, it's me, Mary Jane. Not marijuana, not Mary Jane from Spider-Man, not Michael Jordan, but me, Mary Jane, from All Dressed Up and Hour to Go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How is your day going? I. It's been a crazy day. This episode has been a pain in the butt. Not because of the topic. Oh, well, yeah kind of because of the topic it's been kind of a hard topic to let my words out fully form and express my message out without it being too much or I'm I'm what's the word I'm rambling I tend to ramble a lot so it's been a very hard episode to record I been doing all week I did one this morning which was at 4 a.m and when i listened back to it to edit it i sounded very droopy drowsy and it was not not it so here i am today recording it for the hundredth time and sharing you guys the greatest love story this love story is not about my significant other and I or between a family member and I but the love story of myself how I came to love myself and how I'm still learning how to love myself it's a journey through it's not just a journey but it's a process you can't wake up one day and say oh I love myself not everything's perfect and life is the best thing ever. You're going to go through your up and da- ups and downs. And it's all about your mindset and how you look at things. So before I get into it, I do want to say I am so thankful for everyone who had listened to my first episode, who had followed, subscribed. It means the world to me that so many people were willing to listen to me and what I have to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you guys. So, with this podcast, it is about the greatest love story of self-love and mental health. I don't want to get into too much details about me because this is about you and helping you conquer your, your inner demons and how to make yourself better and what has helped me. I am not perfect and I do have my days where I feel like nothing's going right, but it's all about the way you look at things and your perspective of life. A little bit about myself is that I am very patient, I am kind, and I am a people pleaser. And that's one trait that has really affected me that I have affected me negatively that I didn't notice till recently I saw this video about this lady talking about people that are people pleaser and how it has how it affects you as you get older and these people that are considered people pleaser are the ones that as a kid their parents told them that they're so good, they were such an obedient child, they did what they were told, 
They never misbehaved. And that was me. My mom always told me I was such a good kid. I'd never give her troubles. And as a kid, you you want to make your parents happy. I wanted to do what they wanted me to do. And it seemed all right. It seemed like there's no not a problem with that. But as you get older, it does affect you in a way where you please people that either aren't worth pleasing or don't deserve to be pleased by you or they don't want to please you as much as you please them. And what I mean by that is, for me, is valuing people's opinions more than my own, more than my family's. I had, throughout high school, I put my friends on this pedestal in my life. I went wherever they went. I couldn't make a decision. And it sounds very silly at first, where I can't pick what outfit, I don't know what picture to post on Instagram, I can't decide what makeup look to do, and I have my friends pick for me. It sounds very harmless. Teenage girl helps eat friends, help her out type of situation. But for me, it has done more harm than you would have expect. I my voice I had lost it I couldn't make a decision without my friends approving it first it came to a point where I would ask my mom a question and whatever her opinion was about it I wouldn't listen to her but I'll listen to my friends I wouldn't spend time with my family because I was so consumed of what my friends are doing what can what's the next move what are we where are we hanging out what are we eating I was scared of missing out on something fun. And in all honesty, all we did was we went out to a couple places, but mainly we ate. We ate food. We spent time together, went to somebody's house or did some shenanigans at night. But it was nothing like once in a lifetime experience. I had lost my voice. Because I was always consumed of others' opinions. I wanted to make others happy. Whether it's me spending time with them more. Or me give them, giving them $5 to, to whatever if they want to get some food. Or going out of my way to see a person. I would value my friends so much. I was in English class senior year. And my teacher... She was crazy, but she was somehow always right. I remember she had told the class that you need to stop spending so much time with friends and spend time with families, especially at, during this time. And in my head, I'm like, what does she know? She don't know me like that. But she was right. I had spent 24-7 with my friends. I would sleep to friend message friends messages. I'll wake up to friend messages. I'll go out with my friends. I'll go to school. Everything was my friends. Whatever they did, I was there. I wanted to be that ride or die friend. That if they wanted to go left, I went left. If they wanted me to go right, I went right. 
but after high school it took a big effect on me when you get out of high school people move on either they go to college in state or out of state people get full-time jobs they some some people start their own family and whatever way life takes you whatever route it takes you there's no right or wrong but for me it had affected me because friends weren't I weren't seeing my friends as much as I used to I wasn't talking to them as much as I used to and I was an overthinker I am a still an overthinker and I would overanalyze everything I'll be like wow this girl don't don't mess with me no more because she doesn't text me she hasn't texted me in a week she's not my friend she don't care she don't check up on me and which was completely false but I was still in this mindset of high school that me seeing my friends every day and talking to them every day that it seems like since I wasn't in contact and didn't see them as much they didn't care when they had their own life going on so I had completely lost myself. I tried to make the best out of it. I went away for college in a whole different state. I was made fun of for telling my friends that I was going to college in Idaho. They didn't understand and I didn't expect them to understand, but sometimes they were rude about it. Why would you go to Idaho? What's in Idaho? I understand. As someone who doesn't know what's going through my head. You, you're, you're not going to understand why I'm making certain decisions. But Idaho seemed the right choice for me. I have been raised here in Florida. And I always fantasize by new experiences. I'm a social butterfly. I love meeting new people. I love being out and exploring new things. Having a, sp- a spontaneous day where we wake up and don't know what we're doing but it just makes the best out of it and see what we can do out of our day so i had two choices i either stay in florida i have i live with my parents share with my sister have my car have a job depending what college i chose to go to i can either have it fully paid for tuition or not fully paid for tuition but I'll still live under my parents roof and I'll be making money or I'll be in Idaho don't know a single soul completely different weather I don't have a job but I can look for one I don't have a car and unknown you don't know what's if it's gonna go good or it's gonna go bad but I was thrilled and excited to try something new in my life and to be on my own and have my own room and just living on your own is a whole different experience than rather staying with your parents. I share room with my sister and I learned a lot about myself. Uh, Yeah, I walked to class in negative eight weather, but there were so many moments where I had a realization about myself. I took time to listen to what I wanted to say. People were willing to listen to what I wanted to say. I had lost my voice back home 
because high school I was always consumed in others opinions and other people's lives I would gossip I would not spread rumors but I would gossip that's what it was I was gossip I became not the best of friend I could have been and so I decided to change that version of me and become better and that's what I did in Idaho and I have so many crazy stories in Idaho and it was a vibe I got to see a professor ski his way down to class at eight o'clock in the morning in negative eight the weather um it seems pretty normal but to me it was so fascinating because you don't see that you never really think about someone skiing their way to class but it's just that's such a brilliant idea because you don't have to walk to class but continuing on with the topic after college i had to go home because of covid i was only there for a couple months and it was very sad because I've created good friendships and these awesome memories and me coming home to being on lockdown because of whole COVID seemed kind of scary, but I missed home. And things got really bad mentally. When I came home, I had two different types of personalities that I didn't know who to be. I had created this new awesome version of myself in college that when I spoke certain things, my friends would judge me or look at me weird and I felt like I couldn't be her, but I felt like I had to still be the person I was when I was in high school and this person was, she gossiped, she wasn't always the best friend, she prioritized the wrong people sometimes she wouldn't listen to herself she valued other people's opinions a little too much and she had lost her voice so in the midst of covid i was going through a lot mentally and being stuck at home during a pandemic you really get into your thoughts and start thinking about everything start analyzing things and I was in this this bubble of judgment, but no one was judging me. It was just myself. I was judging myself with my past, with my future. I, f- I was not living in the moment anymore. And I was thinking about what can happen in the future because I had my whole life planned out. And then COVID happened and... Like everyone else, everybody doesn't know what's going to happen. Some people lost their job. Some people got sick. At this, the beginning of COVID was really scary. No one had answers. And that was the scariest part because when you, when something bad happens, you expect it, okay, it's going to be like a couple months and it's done. But a couple months end up longer and longer. And then things got worse. More things started leaking. The truth started coming out and I wasn't so concerned about what was the outside, but I was concerned what was happening in the inside with myself. I remember it got really bad to a point that I didn't tell anyone. I couldn't put my thoughts to words. I would cry and my mom would come check on me and I couldn't 
tell her what was happening because I I just feel like I just didn't want to tell anyone and I remember one night I prayed really like I really got down and prayed and asked for God to take anyone that doesn't support me out my life because I felt like I was trying to be this new person but no one really understood this new person I was trying to be and I felt like I had to be the old version of myself and a whole bunch of other stuff was happening in the midst of it as well so little by little friends started leaving and at first I didn't get it it hurt it it was painful but then I realized this is what I prayed for either it was because I was becoming toxic myself and I wasn't love I didn't love myself so when you don't treat yourself with respect and love people see that not cautiously sometimes but subconsciously and they treat you the way you treat yourself so it's not actions of how people if people don't like you or they or yeah if not it's not because of how people don't like oh my gosh I just stumbled my words when people treat you a certain way sometimes you got to realize is it really them or is it yourself because people will treat you how you treat yourself and I wasn't treating myself good and that's how people treated me because I didn't treat myself good they didn't treat me good and I was questioning everything I felt like everyone was out to get me I started losing friends I it was a battle on my own between me and my head I would call I will, my side job was a call center I couldn't work certain days because I was crying so much I was working from home which is very easy answering phone calls but my nose became so stuffy that people on the other side of the phone couldn't understand what I was saying it it became really really bad I had built this really deep hole for myself that I didn't know how to get out of I didn't express my feelings to anyone I felt like I wanted a friend to talk to and the friends that I had I couldn't talk to them I never expressed what I was going through some people didn't support me and I felt like I couldn't come to them for advice because of their judgment or they not taking it seriously as I thought they would or they have their own problems like why am I gonna put more problems into somebody that is not even of their own so what I started doing are a couple of these things that I didn't do all at once but gradually I did more and more and more and has brought me to the person I am today it's been a very long journey and it's still a journey and this is just part one of the greatest love story because I believe that self-love and mental health is not something you get overnight and you have it good it's something that you can have to constantly work towards whether it's when you're younger 
or when you're older, you have to work towards loving yourself, prioritizing yourself, having your voice and knowing what you want out of life. So here are a few things that has helped me that either you probably do or don't do and can help you in now or in the future. So the first tip is praying or asking for guidance. For those who don't believe in God, you whatever you believe in, whatever you religion is, asking the higher power for guidance, that has really helped me. Higher power God and the higher power God and the higher power is always willing to help you. But sometimes we don't ask for help and we feel like we have to do it all ourselves and that's not true. We can't do it all ourselves unless we ask for guidance. And if you don't believe in God or don't have any religion, asking a family member for guidance can be it can help it it makes you feel less alone it makes you feel like someone's willing to listen to you and not judge you if you pick the right person the second tip would be journaling guys journaling is incredible i love journaling i don't do it as often but when i have my head full of ideas and thoughts and I'm overwhelmed mentally I just write it down they say people I've read that journaling is very important to do in the morning because you just woke up and you have so many thoughts running to your head to just write it down and continue your day as a fresh day without thinking about what had happened the night before or adding on to tip number two and we can say tip 2.5 is video diary this sounds kind of crazy some people are able to do it some can't but if you have never tried this I suggest you try it so basically what it is is you grab your phone preferably in a room by yourself you don't really want to be in the room with anybody else in there and you turn on your camera you don't have to go on any apps just your basic phone camera press record and talk to yourself it seems kind of crazy but a lot of people do it whether it's youtubers they're vlogging or they're doing an apology video it's very common but in this scenario you don't post it this is for you and it might seem a little weird you're crying and you're talking to a camera but to me I felt relaxing and therapeutic because I felt like I couldn't go to anyone during this time and I went on my phone and just started talking to my phone as if someone who cared was listening. I was just expressing all my feelings. I started crying. I started channeling all my inner thoughts that I don't typically share with anyone and those thoughts usually are pushed back down and I just poured it all into the camera and at the end of it I'm like okay I feel better you save the videos or you can delete it 
I kept all my videos so I can later on see the growth. And me looking at myself a couple months ago, there is some growth. And I'm glad that I have those videos, even though I don't ever want to share them and how they're embarrassing and I'm in tears and I you can see the pain in my heart in those videos. But I can look back at it and realize I have overcame a hard time in my life where I didn't love myself and I was going through a lot mentally. So if you haven't tried video diaries, I suggest just try one and see how that goes. And if it's not for you, then we have a bunch of other tips that you can try. So continuing on, tip number three would be meditating. And I'm not saying to meditate with your knees crisscrossed, back straight for like 30 minutes and trying to have a clear mind, but you know you can't have a clear mind because there's so many thoughts racing in your head. I mean, you can go through guided meditations for five to ten minutes. Those are the ones that I would typically do. But then I started meditating in a different way. I saw this video of this girl saying that there's different forms of meditations and we're so used to the basic crisscross, trying to have a clear mind meditation that not everybody can do that. And I can agree. That's a very hard thing to do to have a completely clear mind and that's something that doesn't come overnight or one-time meditation that's something meditation has to be very consistent to get to that point but another form of meditation that I would do is lay in my bed and just think think all the thoughts not push anything down really acknowledge what is hurting me and what's in my head because as people, we tend to, when we feel hurt by situation, some of us express our feelings and others hide it. And when we hide our feelings and push it down, we're not really healing from it. We are hiding it. So then later on in life, it comes back again. And if something, depending on the scenario, if it keeps happening, it's an ongoing argument it's gonna resurface in your life because you never really thought about it and really acknowledge what is hurting you rather than just pushing it down for it thinking it'll go away by not thinking about it so meditating in the way where you think of all your thoughts acknowledge what it's hurting you and what think of ways that you can fix them yourself and if it's somebody else that has been hurting you, how would you speak to them and conversate with them in a way that you would want to fix things? It's a very complicated thing, but it's not hard. It's very easy just sitting there and thinking about everything that's on your mind. For tip number four is dating yourself dating yourself is probably one of the biggest tips that most people don't even do we 
put so much energy into others that we don't do the same for ourselves. The way I see it is you have two cups. You have cup A and cup B. Cup A is you, cup B is a friend or a family member, whatever the case may be. And you see that cup B is kind of going through a hard time and you want to help them. So you pour your water into their cup, your love into their cup. And you do it so much that you end up having an empty cup yourself. And that cup is never refilled because you've spent so much time on other people's cups than your own. And that is something that I can 100% agree on. I was putting so much effort into other people that I never took time for myself. I never dated myself. I never knew what I wanted. I had this image of my head that what I wanted was a certain thing. And that was it. You lose yourself because you spend so much time on other people that you don't spend time with yourself. I had lost myself. I didn't pray. I didn't meditate. I didn't journal. I didn't listen to motivational speakers. And that really affected me because I didn't understand why I wasn't receiving the love that I would give others back. With life, you will pour your love into someone that won't do the same thing for you and that's just a lesson to learn everyone has to go through that everyone has to pour their heart into somebody that isn't going to do the same for them and then continuing on with tip number five i believe is getting in tune with nature i never went outside when I was in Idaho, I was always indoors because it was super cold outside. I had missed the sun. During COVID, I didn't go outside. I worked from home. I did school from home. I didn't find myself to have time to go outside. And the moment I started going outside, I was filled with gratitude with what the world is. I started just going in my backyard and just sitting, looking at my sky, the sky, the, my sky, the sky. I was hearing the bridge trip, the clouds move, and it felt so peaceful. And little by little, I started going to these amazing spots, watching the sunset, going to beaches, and really taking a deep breath in and just sitting there with gratitude sitting or standing there with in awe because of what's been created and people don't realize how beautiful the earth is because we're so involved with worldly things with social media with what the news is saying lately with the election and the president like all that crazy stuff that we kind of overpassed the God created something beautiful or whatever you believe in created something beautiful. So that's my tip number five. My tip number six would be to cry. This tip, I will say this is one of my favorites. I was 
in a funk most of the time. I would have my very highs where I feel like I'm on top of the world and nothing can stop me. And then my very lows that I didn't understand because I thought self-love was supposed to be very smooth sailing. I love myself and everything's perfect when it's not true. You're good. Excuse me. You're going to go through your ups and downs. And when you go to your downs, you get overwhelmed. You start to pressure yourself to feel like, why am I still thinking this way? Why do I still feel these emotions? Why am I still hurt by it? And that's normal. That's okay. And when I felt like that, I was like, I need to cry. And whether I was crying and while journaling or crying and doing a video diary, I forced myself to cry because crying is a stress reliever, believe it or not. You're going to feel better when you after you cry. I've never saw, heard someone say, oh, crying is the worst thing ever. I hate crying. They might hate crying because they hate the fact of getting vulnerable. But when you're by yourself and have no one there to judge you of whether you're crying over a certain situation or not, you're crying because these are the feelings that you freely feel and you need to let it out. And so the way I thought about it, I'm like, okay, these tears that I'm pouring out is to remove it from me, to remove the thoughts of all these negative things that have happened, that, to let it go. So I'm like, okay, I would sometimes take a day off maybe two or three, no more than a week, because that's over, that's too much, but typically, I will be like, today, I'm gonna be sad, and I'm gonna allow myself to be sad, I won't feel guilty for overeating, or for not working out, or just sitting around in my bed, but this is gonna help me be stronger tomorrow, and not be in a funk anymore tomorrow, and it's helped, I would force myself to cry even though I didn't want to cry. I would cry my eyes out and I feel better. So those are my six tips on what has have helped me. There's so much more tips. Self-love is a journey. Don't think that you will wake up one day and you love yourself and nothing ever happens bad. No, you're going to go through your difficulties. You're going to go through your ups and downs. You're going to have self-doubts and be in this funk where you can't figure out what's going on. But it's your look, your outlook in life. I always remind myself, this is not forever. These emotions are not forever. These are temporary emotions and how you react to it can affect you in the long run. So if you're always putting yourself down, if you're always criticizing yourself for being sad, you're never going to get out the funk. So I would tell myself, like, this feeling, these emotions are temporary. And I'm going to move on from it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to get over it. And move on you cannot sit in bed cry because this person hasn't texted you or this person doesn't love you or because of situation of your family or whatever the case may be some things we can't control but we can control ourselves we can control our emotions we can control our thoughts 
and when sometimes we feel like we can't but you can you are in control of yourself whether you realize it or not you control your thoughts you can control your emotions you can control your actions something that you cannot control is what others think or say about you and that's something that we all need to accept because well at least for me I was so concerned about what Sally was going to say about me, what Jim was going to think of me, and I don't have control over that. I can't make everyone happy. I can't do what they all want me to do because at the end of the day, I'm not doing things I want to do because I'm so concerned about them. What someone thinks of you is none of your business. That's their business. What someone wants you to do It's not your concern. It's not your priority. You are your own priority. A big lesson that I've been learning is that what someone thinks of me is none of my business. I am such a people pleaser, like I said, and I want to please everyone. I want everybody to be my friend. I never had someone hate me. And if they did, I, that person I didn't really care about to begin with. If I didn't care, but I never had someone hate me. And I, when someone started hating me and saying really nasty things about me, I had to learn that it's not about me, but it's about them. How they are viewing themselves, how they are treating themselves. So we can't take everything so personal. I have gotten unfollowed, blocked unfriended whatever the situation is i've gotten it all and i decided either i sit in my bed cry because they don't want to follow me anymore or i move on and make new friends make new life experiences live life the way i want to live in my terms and conditions because you are one bad bee and this is your life You are in control of your future. And if you sit and weep about what had happened in the past, you're not going to get to your goals because nothing's getting done. You're just sitting in the present doing nothing. It's time to get up, literally get up, stretch, drink your water, work out. Whatever your goals are, do a step to work towards them. And do some self-development that's the first thing you should do every morning it's been it's very hard because we're so programmed to wake up and check our phones and i struggle with this and i've been trying to challenge myself to go two hours in the morning without checking my phone i would open my phone but put on a podcast or listen to some music but i wouldn't go on social media i wouldn't text anybody because these two hours are for me What am I going to do for myself to help me grow as a person, to help me learn as a person, to better myself so the next three to five months, I am better than I am today. And it's not going to happen overnight, but it's going to happen within those little changes you make in your life. You start praying for five minutes every day, for five days, or praying every night, or going out for a walk every night it seems very little 
But these little changes is what's going to help you in the future. It's not the, I got a whole new job that's going to change your life. It's the little changes you do to get that new job, to get those new life experiences, to get those new friends that's going to help you in the long run. So, if you're listening to this and you're in a bad funk, you don't love yourself, you're crying because of this person or your boyfriend, a girlfriend, a situation, your family member sucks, you feel alone, you're not alone. I felt alone for so many years. I never really expressed that to anybody because I didn't think people understood where I was coming from. With so many different situations in my life, we are not alone. We put ourselves in this bubble that no one understands us, but there's 2.7 billion people on this earth, and as much as we tend to isolate ourselves and think that no one understands and no one cares. There's somebody out there that's willing to listen to you and help you. But in order for someone to help you, you got to help yourself. So, that's it for today. <laughs> Those are my tips and tricks. If you take the time to try one of them out, please let me know how they've been working for you. If they don't work, try some of the tips that I've suggest. But I do want to hear your feedback if you really like one of these tips, I I should give more because I do have a lot more. This is not going to be one series, one episode of the greatest love story because with self love, it's not a one night thing. It's a year's worth of learning and self development, and this is just part one. So as we keep on learning and growing, and I learn more about myself. I will share more tips and if you have any tips please tell me so I can share it here next time I talk about the greatest love story which is ourselves so thank you for listening I love you you're beautiful you're kind you're worthy you're deserving of everything wonderful in life you're strong and you're beautiful don't forget that you can do whatever your heart desires as long as you make a small step to it so, have a wonderful day. I love you a thousand times. And thank you for listening.